This is the Glasses by Day Geek by Night podcast, and today I'm going to be giving you a comic to read before you die. So, off the bat, if you give me a follow or a like, even recommend your friends, comments and messages are more than welcome. If you've got something you want me to talk about, let me know. This week's comic to read before you die is Marvel Civil War. I know that it seems like a little bit of a cop-out, picking one of the biggest storylines in one of the mainstream companies' history, but it is without a doubt a comic that you should read before you die. So it was written by Mark Miller, who seems to turn up a lot when I talk about comics to read before you die. I've talked about Kick-Ass, Superman Red Sun, The Ultimate Universe, all him. Although I feel like um, books, his books don't compute too well onto the big screen, I think that we can all agree that his writing is top-notch. I remember my parents bringing home the Civil War sketchbook when they came home from New York. I remember being in awe of the sketches and the whole world that they were creating. Um, this was a point in my life when I let comics go a little. Um, it was one of those times before comics had become really cool, before the term geek um, had become something great. So it was before Comic Cons had really you know, boomed everywhere in the world. So I would say that one of the reasons that I love this series so much is that I think after a couple of years away from buying comics, I feel that the series reignited me. So I was doing illustration in uni and I, it definitely helped them, helped me work and fueled my work in the end. So the pencils were done by Steve McNiven. He's a Canadian artist who's worked on a plethora of Marvel comics, such as Amazing Spider-Man, Avengers vs. X-Men, the Cap vs. Gambit one, which is one of my favourite out of the versus comics in that particular era. Um, Captain America, Marvel Knights, Guardians of the Galaxy, New Avengers, Return of Wolverine, and so many more. So his cover work list is just as long. The artwork is amazing. Uh, I love when Cap rides the fighter plane like a surfboard out of out of harm's way. The sheer destruction from Nitro Explosion is it's brilliant. Oh, it's horrific, but it's brilliant. Um, I love the scenes where Spidey reveals his secret identity. I always remember thinking how well drawn it was. So, um, great story and great artwork. So, the plot of Marvel Civil War is the New Warriors, so at the time it was Night Thrasher, Namorita, Speedball and Microbe. So they're battling a group of villains while they're filming a reality TV show. So the group of villains are Cobalt Man, Speed Free, Cold Heart and Nitro. And they're doing this in Stamford, Connecticut and they caught the New Warriors come in a little bit cocky, like, you know, it's oh, just, you know, you know, they're not even villain of the week kind of thing, do you know what I mean? So, it's they come in so, like, you know, blasé about the whole thing, but Nitro ends up exploding, and he kills more than 600 people, including a load of school children. The New Warriors themselves, except for Speed, Speedball, and the rest of the... After this, the rest of the superheroes, so we're talking X-Men, Avengers, Fantastic Four, they all appear in Stanford to search for survivors. So, I feel like the whole essence of the book is that, yeah, like... I hate to go into Spider-Man, but with great power comes great responsibility. I always feel like, basically, that's what this one is really zoning in on. The fact that, you know, you had a bunch of kids trying to take down, you know, 
take down villains and they just they didn't understand the magnitude of what was going on so public opinion tends against all superhumans not just the villains but the heroes as well so it's it basically to the point where you know inactive members of the new warriors are branded baby killers and they're you know they're hunted and stuff like that um it ends up being angry civilians taking it out on superhumans the human torch gets um bottled outside a club he was very arrogant while he was there but he didn't deserve to get bottled so it all ends up with iron man going to congress and they quickly pass the superhuman registration act and i get that the superhuman registration act especially in the x-men universe has been out for a long time to be fair and realistically it's not a new thing but it's a new thing for all superhumans to be put under the same kind of boost that the x-men have been put under for so long so iron man is basically on the side of the superhuman registration act and he, he basically him and cap come head to head on it and cap is like completely against the superhuman Reg- registration act and he ends up being you know hunted by the um, shield strike force and um, this is where he ends up escaping from a uh, from shield on a a fighter jet riding it like a surfboard and it is a pretty decent scene so cap eventually forms the secret avengers and this includes to begin with hercules falcon danny rand um luke cage young avengers iron man has reed richards hank pym who's actually a scroll in disguise but we'll get to that at some other point he's got she hulk he's got he Iron Man even convinces Spidey to unmask. And I know at the time that Spidey is is kind of Iron Man's bitch because he's working for him, he's living in his in his apartment, he's you know he's he ends up wearing the iron armor suit, the the iron spider suit as well, which basically reveals to Tony all of Spidey's secrets about his powers and everything like that. Um you've got heroes that other heroes that didn't want to do it, such as Doctor Strange and the government eventually just let Doctor Strange off with it. They say he's exempt. So basically, you've got other heroes like um, the Thing, who isn't against the Superhuman Registration Act. He's against the fighting, and ends up leaving the country altogether. And the Fantastic Four is in a lot of disarray at this point because it ends up being Reed basically versus Johnny and Sue, who Johnny and Sue have then gone off to join Cap's Secret Avengers. So. I feel like it all comes to a head when um, Hank Pym and the others have created a genetic clone of Thor and this Thor kills Bill Foster who's Goliath and it's just a it's it's a terrible death because realistically it's hero versus hero there's a lot of you know you don't want to see it they don't want to see it and it was you know, he was killed by one of the, you know, one of the best Avengers, one of the Avengers that would never have killed one of one of his mates, basically. The Registration Act involves um, prison, you know, prison facility 42 in the negative zone as well, where they're taking not just villains, they're taking heroes and locking them up there in the negative zone. It's just a great story that basically it's got so many levels to it. And... Another thing that I love about the whole story is though that how many tie-ins this actual book has got. And I know that Marvel does the tie-ins pretty well. That each 
you know, Spidey, you know, Fantastic Four, Avengers, they, you know, and so on and so forth. They, they all tie in, but there is literally loads and loads of books. There's literally, you've got Road to Civil War, there's six books. Then you've got Civil War, not including, well, including Civil War 1 to 7. I reckon there's about 95 books, 95 comic books to read. And they all tie in really well. They all tie in, but they also tell their own story. And most of them are really, really good. So I'm a bit filler, do you know what I mean? But I do have every issue, so it's one of them that I could even talk about. Civil War Wolverine, for my, is one of those books that's really good as well. Um, yeah, so basically it all comes to a head. Um, and it, it plots... It, yeah, it pits both teams against each other in the end and comes to an epic battle um, and eventually Cap gives up. He sees that, you know, they're not going to win, so he hands himself in and it just leads on to so many more good stories and it's just a great, great book. So it, it basically changes the status quo completely. So the President of the United States, after this, grants general amnesty to all opponents of the Superhuman Registration Act who turn themselves in or register. Um, Cap, um, the main opponent of the act, he's arrested and he's eventually assassinated um, by a brainwashed Sharon Carter. Uh, Spider-Man's identity of Peter Parker is known, causing J. Jay Jonah Jameson to sue him. Uh, an assassin hired by the kingpin, he, uh, he tries to kill Spidey. Um, Spidey reacts and saves MJ, but Aunt May gets shot and put in a critical condition. This leads to uh, the One More Day storyline for um, Spidey, and he uh, basically yeah, he changes history, and it makes it so that no one knows who's Spidey again. Him and MJ aren't together. It, you know, and Aunt May's alive. Um, Tony Stark is appointed director of Shield, while Maria Hill is demoted to deputy director. They put in the Fifty State Initiative, and that goes on for a while. Mighty Avengers come into it. Um, some heroes leave the country. Um, the New Avengers come into play. So you've got Luke Cage, Spider Man, Spider Woman, um, Iron Fist, Doctor Strange, Ronan, um, Echo, and Wolverine. Um, you've got yeah some of the people who were killed don't um, don't come back. It's not a it's a bit of an Uncle Ben scenario. Mister Fantastic and um, Invisible Woman take a break from the Fantastic Four to work on the Marriage and replaced by Black Panther and Storm. Um, Captain Marvel enters the present day. Speedball's powers and sanity uh, he's 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 buggered basically. He becomes penance and his powers are completely different. Um, a reconstructed version of New Warriors Emerge is from the uh, the initiative program. Nova returns to Earth. It, it it just got so many things that come into play. Like I said, there's there's like ninety five books that you could read to go along with it. So I I also what I love about it is is that the the scope of how many heroes are in this heroes villains you know. It, the list is is endless, honestly. It well, it obviously does end, but not to a point where you think I could literally keep going and going and going tonight. But I'm not going to. So, um, 
the film Captain America Civil War is loosely based on this, but doesn't show the scope of what they did in the Marvel in the comic, to be fair. You know, comics aren't tied down by money constraints. They don't have to pay each and every hero to be in the comic. So, although I like the film, it doesn't hold a candle to the book. Oh, it works brilliant. Brilliant writing and a great, great story. This should definitely be on the list of comics to read before you die. 